What's up, Brewskies? My name is Marco Dupa. With me, as always, the great and powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy. Tonight's brew is from Tactical. No, it's Tactical Brewing Company, and it's the You're Gonna Regret That. It's a uh, sour <sighs> ale made with a bunch of stuff that Adam's gonna tell you about after the break. What's on tap for tonight? We went and saw Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Madness and we Madness. have opinions, 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 thoughts, and thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. maybe concerns. Maybe. And we're gonna get into all of that, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, be ready. Spoiler. This is a spoilerful mini one reel in. Yeah. We will include timestamps, so you know you can jump ahead if you haven't seen it yet and come back to us. Yes. Uh, and also. Another episode of Trailer Trash. Trailer Trash. This time, the highly anticipated. Man, we couldn't. Uh, they couldn't wait to put this one out. <laughs> Except for they waited two. Uh, what? Thirteen, fourteen. How long has it been? Since two thousand eight, <laughs> right? Excuse me. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, Avatar two. Well, it's actually just called Avatar. Water World. No, Way of the Water. <laughs> Water so. people. Yeah, water stuff. <clears throat> water guys. James Cameron cannot stay away from water. He really can't. Uh, so we're going to get into that. So let's stop beating around the bush. Let's just get right into this motherfucker. Oh, get this. Get this out of the way. Get ready. Prepare yourself. Because what we're about to do is record an episode of the One Beer In podcast. Unison. sour <laughs> yeah sorry uh it's a sour ipa so Whew. Mm -hmm. ah. well this is the one beer in podcast the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us um thank you guys for joining us thank you guys for listening thank you guys for sharing subscribing liking yada 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 <laughs> adam tell the people what we are drinking tonight well we have from tactical brewing you're going to regret that. It's a pink lemonade sour IPA with strawberry, lemon, dragon fruit, lemon basil, and pink boots society hop blend by Yakima Chief Hops. The hops used in this beer benefit pink, pink boots society. The pink boots society assists, inspires, and encourages women who are fermented alcoholic beverage professionals through education. Yeah, we found some stuff from well from people who have collaborated with pink boot society before <clears throat> and it's uh it's pretty cool so more power to them for sure and it's a six percent abv there you go mm -hmm. pink lemonade sour ipa all right let's let's get rocking and rolling okay remember spoilers spoilers, spoilers. 
spoiler verse of madness. The spoiler verse of mad. I just keep wanting to call it the multitude of madness. <laughs> the multitudes of madness. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Doctor Strange and his multitudes of madness. So many, so many madnesses. <laughs> Madni. <clears throat> so, uh, Doctor Strange. This is the sequel to the OG Doctor Strange movie. Correct. Uh, what is like the third Phase Four movie? Spider-Man. Well, Eternals is a Phase Four movie, isn't it? Yeah. Man, uh, often forgotten. <laughs> yeah. Sp- uh, uh, Eternals. Um, I still haven't seen that. Yeah, me neither. We actually were just talking about that. That's mm-hmm. uh, the the rare MCU movie we just haven't caught. Yeah. I mean, even now that it's streaming on Disney Plus. <sighs> yeah. I just haven't really found the time for it. Every day I go on Disney Plus because I've been rewatching Daredevil, mm-hmm. and I tell myself. I'll watch. Today will be the day. Today is going to be the day. And uh, it just never not is. Today. There's just nothing. I don't know. This is just not it's just not at, it's not screaming my name. It's not it's not yeah. calling me. It's not a whole lot compelling you to watch it. No. I'm just not really interested in what uh and what gods are getting up to. You know? Sure. And their and their bullshit reasons for why they didn't get involved involved with uh all of the earlier happenings, sure, you know, yeah, yeah. because that's the problem with introducing characters like that. You have to answer those questions, yeah. And their question and the way that they answer them, I could be completely wrong about this. I well, that's be- what I was going to say too. Is like maybe we shouldn't talk about that too much because we haven't seen it. No, I'd rather be wrong. Okay, I'll just talk out of my ass. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be the first time. I it it just sounds like it seems like their excuse is that they were just like we just want we want the humans to be able to decide on with their own. It. And if I am right about that, yeah. I'm going to be angry. <laughs> But it always seems like that's that's always the yeah that's the cop well, out. How come you guys didn't show up? Well, we just we didn't want to interfere with the human and what they're. That's like well, whatever. Then or why if, are you here now? If it's uh, Captain Marvel, it's because she's saving other universes. Yeah, ugh, ugh. Yeah, she's like, what do you think? Yours is the only universe. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, obviously yeah. that's what we yeah. think. Or galaxies, I should say. Or yeah, not yeah universes. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, but, ugh. Hate. Yeah, it's not satisfying. I'm sorry. She's human. Yeah, yeah. You'd she, think she'd have some, you know, some some level of like home team spirit, right? But she's like, I got I got other shit to to attend. Yeah, to. I'll see you guys later. Okay, you guys can you know you guys can deal with this, right? <laughs> Good luck. Why are you gonna die? But yeah. it is what it is. Page me at the very last minute you possibly very can. Last minute. Yeah. Literally, the last second. Yeah. That he could have. Yep. So anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, we'll I'll we'll def we'll watch that and maybe do a, not a one rail in, but I don't even want what I want to do is watch it and then just comment on like I don't know did did it deserve the hatred that it got? Sure, yeah, I'd be down to do that. I mean, I do plan on watching it at some point. Um, but that being said, I don't I don't think it had much to do with multiverse of madness. No, no. I don't think it has anything to do with Multiverse <laughs> yeah, of Madness, no, no. which is why we're here to talk about right. the Multiverse of Madness. Madness, 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 madness. Directed by friend of the show. <laughs> Sammy Samuel Raymond. Man, can you imagine? His middle name's Raymond? Did no. you make that up? <laughs> That's what Raimi's short for, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Samuel Raymond Raimi. <clears throat> Raimi Raymond. Uh, okay, so let's 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 
let's kind of get into this a little bit, right? Okay, yeah. S- Sam Raimi gets brought back into the fold now that we have um, established that not only can we bring back characters from other universes, we can bring directors Directors and actors from other universes, bring them back into these movies. Long rumored, and then when it finally got confirmed, it was like, oh, shit, Sam Raimi's doing it. Mm -hmm. And then the rumors were like, yeah, it's going to be basically a horror movie. Well, those rumors were started back when Scott Derrickson, who directed the first one, was originally attached to it. Right, right, right. And they said, you know, again, this is all kind of speculation and... I'm not sure if Scott Derrickson has come out to say any of this. And he's still friendly, you know, with, with the movie. He's actually, I think, uh, a producer on it. I saw his name in the credits. Um, so he was at least consulted. But they say his main beef and why he left and why they were creative differences was because he wanted to do a straight-up horror movie. Yeah. And apparently the MCU is like, no. Like, we got to still be inclusive for all the kids and, you know, People who buy toys and lunch boxes and you know yeah. that whole thing, um, and so they split. But that being said, the movie we got is a straight up horror movie. So it's a whole lot, a lot of horror, <laughs> a lot of horror elements in it at very least. But yeah. anyway, continue, continue your story of the multiverse of madness. So Raimi gets involved, and then you know, pandemic, pandemic, pandemic pushes everything back, right? Because all of these movies were supposed to come out way sooner right this was supposed to come out before spider-man yeah which would have been fun for it to come out first and then they make that spider-man reference and then spider-man comes out and you're like oh that's what they were talking about well the thing is it it would have been a you know i would think substantially different if that were to have happened i'm sure they came back with three shoots and like had to fill in gaps Yeah, yeah if this was our first like um taste of the multiverse i think it would have i think it would have been a little better off personally you think yeah i mean especially if it were in a world where we still get sam raimi as a director it'd be cool if we have him in there and then we get his spider-man in the next movie uh. you know like kind of a nice little payoff not that that didn't happen you know with the way things are but i don't know there's there's something poetic about that yeah you know? no yeah, yeah 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 it rhymes it rhymes yeah so <clears throat> pandemic happens you get all these different you know rearrangements and all this stuff and finally after it's all said and done we get spider-man we got uh uh love and thunder coming out soon ish Mm -hmm. and we have the multiverse of madness and uh so let's just get right into it like i've said three times yeah (laughs) (laughs) How do you want to go about this? <laughs> Man, that's... Well, wow. I mean, you know, I don't... You usually do... I know. I was letting you have the driver's seat. And it I, seemed like you wanted it well, for Well, no, 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 no. I, no, 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 no. I don't want it. I don't want it. Okay. You can uh, you can go ahead and uh, take over from here. Okay. All right. Well... <laughs> getting out of the seat. With that wonderful introduction. Um, <laughs> let's get into the movie itself, right? Okay. So, um, you know, essentially this, and I I don't want to go plot point for plot point because that's a little boring, but essentially what happened was, was, um, you know, we start off with, uh, uh, alternate universe strange, um, and a brand new character that we've never met before. 
Um, so I, I made a specific uh, uh, note to figure out how to pronounce her name correctly. The actress. That's good of you. Yes. So it is Sochil. 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 Sochil Gomez, uh, who plays America Chavez. That's not that hard. Sochil. Sochil. Yeah. It, it's just, you know, spelled in a different way than would be, you know, yeah. easy for the American tongue. Um, but it took you, what, two seconds to look that up? Yeah. Yeah. So you can do it, too. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we're following their characters in this epic battle. Um, I appreciate that some of the first words spoken are in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. In a major motion picture. Um, so they're fighting, and uh, there's this giant demon thing that's coming after them that looks like a, a, a Demon Souls character. Yeah. Um, it's really brutal. He's, you know, getting beaten up, and uh, they're all trying to get to this book, and... So eventually, Strange gets kind of uh, eaten up, chewed up, and spit out. Spit out, and but but before that, he tries to kill America, uh-huh. and you can't do that. You can't be doing that. You can't. You can't kill America. You, you first can't, of all, can't, you never can kill America. Goddamn. Anyway, so she ends up. Opening up a portal because that's what happens when she gets scared. Apparently, mm-hmm. gets pushed out of there, and then eventually ends up meeting with the original R Doctor Strange. And that's where the real adventure starts. Yes, and that's where the adventure begins. So we obviously find out that there is uh, multiverses, and when you dream, apparently that is another multiverse that you are peeking into. Um. So, which is like a theory, sure, yeah, a real yeah, theory, yeah. Mm-hmm. and also one that, like, I don't know, it seems kind of plausible. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Sometimes, sure. I think, I think when you dream, you're just you're you're walking across the uh your your own timeline, mm. whether it's in the past or it's in the future things that are gonna happen have already happened and you're literally just living out the thing so when you dream you walk across that timeline this is your personal theory this is my own personal theory yeah this is how i explain deja vu when when scientists say oh deja vu is just your brain like you just are misremembering a thing and you're attributing those things and i'm like no 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 i saw the future in my dream and mm-hmm. then it was confirmed by Deja Vu. What about dreams that never happen or could never happen? What do you like mean? Like you flying or, you know. Maybe that explains the... Uh, the multi... <laughs> the, yeah. That's okay. you, you, you're now dreaming about a universe in which you can fly. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. Uh, so that's, that is the theory posited um, by America. And... So, uh, the, you know, they, they end up fighting this other creature that's apparently trying to kidnap America because some demon wants her powers. That's all we know at this point. Yeah. Um, they bury the dead strange from the alternate universe, which acts as proof that she actually is from an alternate universe and not just some crazy person. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. From there, 
It kind of feels like you're going plot for <laughs> you're going you're doing. The- I know, I know. Okay, okay, I'll I'll, I'll speed <coughs> it up for you guys. Uh, we, we meet up with Wanda. She seems like she's in an okay place. She's actually not. She's still <laughs> grieving, obviously. And it seems like out of the blue, at least to me, she's gone off the deep end again. Like it, it has become even worse. She's now reading from this sacred book of evil. Um, <laughs> very sacred book of evil. Very Raimi esque, uh-huh. right? Um, but it's corrupted her. It's what the book does. It's a, you know, it is a essentially a book of evil. So she's reading from it, trying to figure out a way to, you know, get her kids back. Which, if you saw WandaVision, you know, were conjured up, you know, from her, her, witchcraft and imagination, essentially. Um, but we find out that those kids actually do exist in other uh, universes. So yeah, her whole drive of this movie is to try to get into one of the universes that those kids exist and basically become their mother. Right. So um, that's her driving force. She doesn't care what it takes to get that. And in order to get that, she realizes she has to find and take the power from America. Doing that, though, kills America. So there's this obvious moral issue that Doctor Strange finds with that and says, no, you can't do that. Um Essentially, the rest of the movie is sort of a, a, a chase to, to get America and, uh, you know, on the other hand, to protect her. And they go across different <laughs> universes. Um, we end up meeting up in this alternate universe with the Illuminati, which is this protective group um, who, who protect all the sacred things, essentially, and, and the universe uh-huh. in general. And um, in that universe... There, Doctor Strange is dead. We find out that he ended up fucking up, and they had to kill him, right? Uh-huh. The Illuminati had to kill him. But they put him up as this hero because that's what the world needs, yada, yada, you know, the whole shtick. Anyway, Wanda, now fully the Scarlet Witch, comes in, takes them all out very brutally. Um, continues to try... Oh, I forgot the entire plot point of... Um, What's her name? The Night Nurse. Uh, bu- 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 Christine. Christine. Yeah. Christine. Um, obviously, Doctor Strange still has to think for Christine, but she's moved on in his universe. And it seems like she's moved on in every other universe, too. Mm-hmm. But that's a lingering thing of, you know, regret that he has because he still loves her and uh, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Christine in this universe is working with the Illuminati. She's this, like, scientist who studies the multiverse and... Um, ends up helping them to escape. They go to this other multiverse to escape Wanda again. Uh, in that one, there's an evil Doctor Strange. They fight the evil Doctor Strange. So, current real Strange, our Strange, gets the power from the evil book to dreamwalk, which allows him to take over the corpse of his dead body in our universe from the other universe he takes over the zombie body ends up taking the demons who are trying to punish him for doing that because that's illegal in the multiverse apparently why are you doing this he fights wanda beats wanda with the help of america who finally harnesses her power because zombie strange ends up Giving her a pep talk, essentially. So, 
Wanda finally snaps out of it because she gets put face to face because of America who punches a hole in the universe to send her to a universe where she has kids. Her kids are scared of her because she's this evil witch. She snaps to after that, realizes she's been evil this entire time, was doing the wrong thing, and then ends up destroying herself and the book in every universe. So, well, the book in every universe, not herself in every universe. So the evil books is gone forever. Uh, America is now studying uh, with the 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 mo- monastery people. Um, Doctor Strange ends up leaving. He's back in New York, and then twist. He now has a third eye. The end. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's a that's about everything, right? I yeah. I think he pretty much covered it. Okay. Literally, the whole thing. <laughs> Who was that for? For me. That was for me. <laughs> I think I think that was for you. Yeah. All right. Thank you. It's good. It felt good. It felt yeah? good to get there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. I always say I don't want to cover the entire movie, but I inevitably want to. Yeah. Deep down, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. 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 All right. Hope you like that. <laughs> I did. All right. Well, highlights, lowlights. When I get into. Yes. Okay, so, you know, that's that's really my first question to you. What, because everyone's sick of my voice by this point. Um, what? No. What What do you think? Yeah, how sick of my voice they must be. Uh, that's a good point. Of <laughs> the multiverse of madness. Did, did it uh, exceed expectation? Did it meet? Or was it below? Well, that's, yeah, you know, I didn't really, it, it, I thought it, it met expectations because i had high expectations for it Mm -hmm. because it was like you said when we got out of the movie how underrated the first one is Mm -hmm. after having gone back and rewatched the first one i did have high expectations especially with sam raimi being involved and then after watching spider-man and seeing how you know the multiverse is is coming to and also loki and I guess to a lesser extent, WandaVision, but that's not really the multiverse. I mean, now it is. Kind of mm. feels retconned, honestly. Little uh, little retconned. WandaVision. The well, WandaVision <clears throat> being a multiversal, or WandaVision being part of the multiverse thing, mm. feels a little retconned. Where it's like. It was this thing that she made up in her head, right. which was fine. It worked, mm-hmm. and 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 actually was really good because it was like uh, how powerful she was mm-hmm. to not only like enslave this entire town, but you know to create these lives. Yeah, to conjure uh, people. Yeah, like that was impressive. Right. And then fast forward to multiverse of Matt. I guess I should reserve this for a low light. But to come back and be like, oh, no, 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 no. They're real. Yeah. They're just in another universe. You're Mm -hmm. like, eh, that kind of feels like. uh, Yeah. You know, I I think they gave themselves enough leeway to make that work. Because at the very end of the series, you know, you see her studying the book and hearing their voices. So it's like, okay, well, that's her, like, you know, kind of peeking into the multiverse. And hearing, yeah, but that. we don't know that. Sure, 
Sure. I, I'm saying they gave themselves an out, though. Oh, like, okay. That's a clear, yeah, they could go back and be like, yeah, that's oh, a, you know. We were like alluding a, to it the whole time. They, give, they, they gave themselves a, you know, a barn-sized hole to, yeah. to insert that uh, plausibility into. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yes. I will agree. I think it met my expectations. And it's only because I also had very high expectations. Yeah. And, you know, the early reviews that I had heard were all about how divisive this movie is going to be. Yeah. Which I still agree with. Um, I think it is going to be very divisive for people, especially people who aren't familiar with Sam Raimi. Um, you know, as two, as two <coughs> big Raimi heads here, you know, we were pretty much... <laughs> our our uh, our pumps were primed mm-hmm. for, for this one, so well, yeah, you know, take take our opinion with a grain of salt if you haven't you know seen Evil Dead two and um you know the Spider Man movies and and things like that. Then yeah, you know you're you're uh, drag me to hell. Oh, drag me to hell! Of course, your your results may vary. Um, but that being said, uh, it was right up my alley. Uh, right I love the alley. horror elements. I love the goofiness of it. I love the the uh um you know just the 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 kind of directorial vision for it all yeah you know the 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 dutch pans <laughs> and the transitions and all the all the stuff that seems very out of place in an MCU movie um i feel like it's still kind of out of place in an MCU movie but yeah it's why i liked it because yeah. it was different than I mean, uh, a lot of the MCU movies uh, in general. It's one of the few that you feel the director in. Yeah. You know, to, uh, this and off the top of my head, like Ragnarok. Yeah. You know, I feel I feel the the vision of, of the person, the writer and the director behind it in those two movies in particular. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, and not to take anything away from anyone else. I mean, Scott Derrickson, too. Uh, you know, very horror-minded um, director before Doctor Strange. Yeah. And he brought a lot of that to Doctor Strange, and that's why it works so well, too, and because it's so mystical and dark and weird. Um, you know, I think I think this is a really rich universe that lends itself to a director with a vision. So they were very smart, I feel, and savvy to bring on Sam Raimi for this one. Yeah. I, I think it paid out. I really think it did. And I mean, it's, it's obviously crushing in the box office. So, yeah. um, you know, they're making their money. But at the same time, I, I think it was a gamble in a way. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially with how violent this thing is and how incredibly dark it is. And, you know, I, I honestly came into it with all of that backlash kind of being like, come on. It yeah. can't be that violent. Like, it, uh, people are too squeamish nowadays. Like... I get you're going into an MCU movie and, like, not expecting to see gore or, you know, like, brutality, but that's kind of Raimi's bag, baby. Yeah. Um, and then I saw it, and I was like, oh. No way it is violent. Kind of, I kind of get it. Yeah. I, 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 I see what you're saying there. That, that was shocking. Yeah. Uh, in a in a very good way. I thought it was, I, I thought it was great. I yeah. enjoyed that. I don't think it, I mean, you know, people are like, how could it have gotten a, how did it get a R? Or how did it get a PG thirteen rating? It should be rated R. Well, number one, who gives a shit? Why are you even fucking concerned? Are you a yourself? narc? Yeah, exactly. Why don't you shut up? Why don't you fucking be cool, dude? <laughs> fucking be cool. Shh. What's wrong with you? Thirteen year olds are trying to watch this movie. Yeah, okay. Just fucking leave it alone, man. Get the fuck out of here. And then second of all, 
was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just shut up. Two two basic <laughs> criticisms there. <laughs> it's awesome and shut up. <laughs> shut up. Um, I saw IGN gave it a seven. I was like, I was like, oh no, it's like uh, it's it's too Raimi and and it's like not good. Mm-hmm. You know, seven's like a good. It's like an okay score. Sure. But it's like, oh, they, they, he leaned too much into it. But then, but then I watched it, and I was like, yeah, he did. But <laughs> but in the best ways. Yeah, yeah. I will say there were moments in our because our theater was pretty much full. Um, I could tell the audience didn't really know what to do with some of it. Yeah, you know, like there's kind of like a, are we supposed to laugh now? Or yeah, yeah. There's kind of a, a, a weird like chittering. <laughs> yeah. In in the crowd. Well, it's because they've been conditioned. Yeah. And their conditioned has been conditioned. Sure. They don't fan, – fan, MCU fans don't know what to make of anything outside of the MCU. Yeah, or the strict parameters that have been made uh, of which how far you can go one way or the other. Yeah, they're, they're – I mean, it, it, I think that the problems – that the MCU is bringing to the film industry are overstated. Mm. But I do think that people's criticisms are justified. Yeah. Does that make sense? Sure. Well, I mean, you just saw on Twitter, like, the screen cap of of all, like, literally every 15 minutes for the entire day in one movie theater. Like... All multiverse yeah, of madness. Yeah. Everything, essentially, essentially. I'm sure there's a few screenings here and there of something else, but um, maybe everything everywhere all at once, which I feel the need to nice, dude. push people to take time out of their day. I'd say even before multiverse of madness, <clears throat> take a second, get yourself in a multiversal mood by seeing everything everywhere all at once while you still can. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it, it, it has literally just, you know, been a glutton to the the schedule of movie theaters. Or yeah. t- I mean, our theater it was literally a showing every fifteen minutes. Yeah, every fifteen minutes. Yeah, so, Marvel's gonna make that money. Yeah, by God, if they gotta, if they gotta rip every other movie out of the theater. Well, did you see the the that clip, the old clip of Tarantino complaining about it? No. Uh, I forget what. Disney movie was coming out uh, around Christmas time. Yeah. But he it was when he was coming out with um uh the Western. Django or No, the newer one with everyone Hateful that, Eight. Hateful Eight, yeah. Um Hateful Eight was coming out uh I think it was at the Cineramadone or something. Uh. Like a, a historic theater essentially, a right. movie theater. Um but one that was important to him, he's like I want it to run <coughs> uh Christmas weekend. It's important to me. Like, this is when the film's debuting. I want it out. Yeah. And he had signed a deal with the theater to make sure that happened. And they agreed. And then Disney came in and essentially said, you're not going to honor that deal. And the reason you're not going to is because we're going to put this movie out. And, oh, it was Star Wars. It was Star Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they're like, if you don't. if you don't do this, we are going to never allow... A Star Wars movie to come out in any of your chain of theaters. Do we know if that's a fact that they strong arm that deal like that's that? What Tarantino said. <laughs> so take that I mean, for what's worth. I mean, but. I'm not, I'm not gonna, gonna defend the suits at Disney. Sure, 
that just seems like a, a pretty egregious move. Yeah. Which again, does, I wouldn't put it past them, but just I would like, you know, just some confirmation on that sure. one. I mean, Tarantino is known to stretch. Oh well, yeah. I mean, he's a storyteller, don't, right? Don't uh, forget that. But so, like, you let him tell, and he's like, "Yeah, they came in there, armed to the teeth, you know, <laughs> hung a guy over a fucking banister, mm-hmm. started shooting, emptied his crazy. pockets, and fucking, you know, Suge Knight and Vanilla Ice." Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah. That that's that is the story, uh, and so yeah, I remember him. I don't. I I remember that. I remember that at the time that he was complaining about mm-hmm. that. I remember that. And yeah. uh, and then and then it got quickly quickly forgotten. Sure. Also well, because like this. Hateful Eight is like, who, 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 who what are you, what are you <laughs> talking about? The guy talks about raping another guy yeah. in that movie. Like yeah. what? What? Yeah, the family the, family wants to go see Star Wars, dude. Yeah. What are you talking about? That's that's like the climax of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what? what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's it's what he wanted. It's what he wanted. All right. Right. So, well, I I say that because you know, even if that His story's not true, kind of come to fruition. Yeah, even if that story's not true, it's kind of happened. Yeah, you know, people are now pointing to everything, everywhere, all at once. I'm not using it this time, funny, um, but but still, yeah, it still counts. Still counts. People are pointing to that being pushed out of theaters now. People are pushing to uh, or pointing to um, the Northman being taken out and going to the VOD. I think. Actually, maybe this weekend or next. Really? Yeah. Um, so people are like, that sucks. Like, these movies deserve to stay in theaters. And, you know, the other side of the argument is like, people just want to watch movies at home, man. Like, yeah. That's, that's really a what it is. A lot of those but... movies are, like, The Northman definitely is a movie that, like, it's, it's, I, I saw it. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I could see it in the comfort of my home and be, and be right. fine. It wasn't a movie that was, like, you know, so visually arresting. That I needed to see it in like IMAX. Yeah. But then again, the cinematography—maybe I'm—maybe I'm selling it short. The cinematography was amazing. Oh yeah, I mean the, the all the previews look like beautiful. So it it does look amazing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm torn on that. Because hmm. all of these movies, like, I don't know. I mean, any movie's better in a theater, obviously. Yes, that's like, yes, yes. It you is. Know, I don't think there's any arguing that. You can argue like, okay, well, you're more comfortable at home, sure. You pay less money when you're home, sure. Uh, it's less hassle, sure. But yeah. you know, if I had between my TV uh, and a gigantic movie theater screen, IMAX movie theater screen, I'm picking the theater. Yeah, it's yeah. just all that other stuff that kind of makes you go, eh, not worth it. Yeah. But sometimes, I mean, like our our theater, for instance, was filled with people who like wanted to watch the movie. It wasn't because a lot of times, oh, you'll yeah. see a movie and it's just like, why are you even here? Right, you, you're not paying attention. You're talking. You're be, you're distracted. You're being distracting. Mm-hmm. Like, just go home. Why yeah. are you here? Yeah, we want to watch a movie. Yeah, that didn't happen in this. No, fortunately. Yeah. yeah so you everybody know. was there and they were engaged. Yes, yes, and I, I think that's. Even if you walk out of the movie saying it wasn't for me, I think it's it's unquestionably an engaging movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it runs at a pretty fast clip. It's brisk. Um, yeah, there's always something happening. There's lots of suspense. Lots of, I mean, a handful of good jump scares. Yeah. Um, great visuals. Uh, you know, I think Danny Elfman did a great job uh, with the music. And yep. yeah, I mean, I, I I think you at least have to give it that, if anything. 
Um, <coughs> but, okay, that being said, I think this is a perfect segue to get into uh, a few of our little... Picadillos. Little, 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 uh, little negativos yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, for me, I'll start off. Sure. Uh, for me, I think mine. that... Huh? That's what I'm trying to remember mine. Oh, yeah. Um, I think the biggest one for me is that it just kind of felt like the the title didn't really pay the movie off very much with the multiverse of madness. It's uh. like we got obviously some multiverse travel, but I was expecting more. I was expecting more like worlds and it to be more of like a journey yeah. across different worlds in a yeah, way, yeah, you yeah. know? Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, frankly... This has more to do with my expectation and a lot of the rumors going around, uh, you know, running up for years now. But I was expecting a bit more as far as, you know, introducing characters. I was hoping for X-Men. I was hoping for, you know, a full-on Fantastic Four. And, you know, what we got was cool. But, you know, for, for them to immediately all get slaughtered was also like, oh, Okay. Yeah. Which was fun. Like I, I like that. I, I do like that choice, but at the same time, my expectation was like way bigger than what we got. Yeah. Um so that may be on me. Um <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I think I think just what the movie sets itself up for is way bigger than what we got. But that's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing once you accept what the movie is. Yeah. Um But I will say I do think that they even if not intentionally, they took kind of, uh, you know, I told you about this too right after the, we saw it, but they took a lot actually from the uh, Spider-Verse, into the Spider-Verse um, yeah. plot and um, how that kind of dealt with um, Kingpin and, you know, we have a, another character whose driving force is getting back his family yeah. um, or her family in this case. And it really is. It's um, it's like the same exact. Yeah, it it, it plot it's point. it's overcome by exposing them to the family that they want so dearly and showing them for the monsters they actually are. Yeah, and you know having them being refused by that family. Yeah, and that being the the sort of catalyst for change or for <clears throat> defeat. Yeah. Um, so I think Spider Man did it better. Honestly, yeah. Um, but that being said, you know those are just a few minor quibbles I have. Quibbles. Um, other than that, I, you know, I, I really can't complain too much. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I think our complaints are are pretty minor things, considering how much we like the movie. Yeah. I I uh, well, before I get into mine, I'm just starting. I'm just really starting to think about the fact that they brought in Professor X from the animated series. Yeah. Do you realize that? Yeah. Like, when he's introduced, there's the sting of... Like, it's not... Uh, um, like, 2000, 2001 Professor X. No, no. It's like 1997 Professor yeah. X. The, car- it's, the cartoon It's one. a cartoon yeah. come to life. He's got the yellow floating he uh, has, thing. Yeah, and, and imagine... Imagine that. Imagine being a visual effects artist and they're like, okay, remember uh, X-Men from the 90s? And you're like, yeah, totally. I fucking love that show. All right. We need you to build 
that thing that Professor X floats <laughs> yeah, around the in. The little hovercraft. We he's need got. to see it. Like we need it actually made. I mean, that's a fucking wet dream. You're yeah, just like, yeah. are you serious? I get to build that? I already have it out back. <laughs> Been built that, yeah. dude. So I'm just, I'm just really kind of like taking that in. Mm-hmm. The fact that they even pulled that off. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like goofy, mm-hmm. but it like works. Yeah. Is is pretty impressive. My like one thing that I just I'm I'm still trying to like wrap my head around is like what are we doing with Wanda? You know? Like what's her what's her whole deal? What's your what's the deal? What's the deal with Wanda? Like I don't know. I just feel like if this is the end for her which it seems to be. It just feels like maybe they wasted her. <coughs> She's one of the most powerful uh, heroes. Well, she hasn't really been a hero in a long time. <laughs> one yeah. of the most powerful beings in the universe. Mm-hmm. And she's reduced to this, like, irrational, crazy woman mm-hmm. that I just feel is doing her an injustice. Especially considering the fact that, and 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 you pointed this out, so I'm not stealing this. I'm just mentioning it. That what we saw in WandaVision was a resolution of her right. character, or at least what we thought was. It was mm-hmm. obviously a misdirection, but that's not made obvious in the in the show in the TV series. You're led to believe that. We got our resolution that she went nuts because of what happened to Vision, and understandably so. You're like throughout the whole throughout the series, you're like her actions are kind of justified. Sure. Like everything yeah. she's you doing is she's understand. a monster. It's fucked up. You can't do that to people. But right. at the same time, you're like, I mean, you know, she lost yeah. she lost the man of her it's, life. It, it, it's how she's dealing with her trauma, like. Right. You know, you get it. And that's part of that's part of like this show is like uh, how do you deal with grief mm-hmm. and how do you deal with trauma and how those things manifest themselves and right. the show is literally about manifestation. Yeah. And so all of that stuff, you know, is is I I, I love that. I love that about the show. And then at the end, I I love that we got a resolution. Mm-hmm. And then you come back to the movie and it's like, just kidding. She's fucking nuts, yeah. and she's always been nuts. Well, and and well, it, it's more of like no, she's actually irreparably, irreparably broken. Like, right. She's she's too far gone. Yeah. Um, and you know, actually, now that you bring it up, the like we were saying, I think even for this, in hindsight, they do give themselves a little leeway to make it make sense. Yeah. We we the way we interpreted. The ending of WandaVision was okay. She's, you know, reading through the book and trying to find her kids or a way to get her kids back. Yeah. But it seemed in a far less nefarious way than it turned out. You know, that was my read on it at least. I, I saw that and was like, okay, well, we're going to go on some like adventure to see how to resurrect these children or something, you know. I, I didn't read that. My read of it was that she had accepted that those things weren't real. Mm -hmm. And what she was doing in that cabin was now um, honing her abilities. Because 
everything before that was that Wanda was a loose cannon right. and somebody who could, with the power that she has, destroy half the universe if she didn't control yeah, yeah. it. Well, and that's been a that's been a through line since what Civil War? Since she got the powers, basically. But yeah, yeah since Civil War was like Civil War was the we're we're dealing with this. Yeah. Um, and what I got from it was now that we've established that she has the ability to take over an entire town and mind control people. And when she becomes the Scarlet Witch and she has that battle and she learns the runes and all that stuff, mm. my takeaway was she's not, she's honing those abilities. Yeah. And then we're going to, we're going to come back to her and, you know, she's going to be this, this, uh, like master of her abilities. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And she'll be like one of the main characters fighting whatever big bad. Yeah. So that's what I took from it. Yeah, well, once... You I, when, when you hear the... Sorry. When you hear the kids, that to me was like her just like reminiscing and, mm. and, and like you can tell she's not over it and she's keeping those things in her life. But yeah, I didn't yeah. take from it that she was searching for a way to, to bring that back. I felt, like I said, that we got a resolution and that we're moving past that. Right. You know? So, okay. Yeah, that's a fair read. Um. Yeah, again, I just I assume that we would find out what her plans are to find her kids. And it, it wouldn't be this incredibly dark thing that turns her into a like a literal monster. Yeah, um, so I mean either way you read it, it still feels like the best that they could come up with was that she is insane and also one of the most powerful beings in the universe and so it's like how do you stop a crazy woman who's also crazy powerful you sure, know sure. it just didn't feel nuanced <laughs> yeah it was just like she's crazy right and you know she I, wants her kids back like any crazy woman i can see execs or even sam raimi himself maybe saying okay well we've been through that though there's an entire tv show to go through her nuance of character let's move on and introduce her as oh yeah she's fine on the surface but the second you look a little bit deeper she's actually like you know this incredible monster whose whose sole focus in life is now to get back to her kids, which yeah. understandable. Again, we we get it. I think overall why she feels the way she does. Um, I think that's cheating, though. You don't get to you don't get to say the TV show did the heavy lifting, so we're just gonna pick it up from there and and do something yeah. else with it. Yeah, I mean, what we're given is something. You know, her waking up from that dream, it's something. You know, it 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 helps, but I don't think it was ultimately enough. To no. humanize her and to like flush her out a bit more than just being this relentless killing machine, which you know I I don't want to say is a bad a bad thing about that character. Her no, being was, this relentless killing machine, it was awesome. It's incredible. It was awesome. It's so good. She becomes the Terminator. You yeah, know? like it's it, it. She's very she's scary. She's yeah, frightening. She's, yeah, she's actually scary because you're like. You watch it, and the way that they present her, it's like, no, oh, no, she she could kill all of them. Yeah. She, Doctor Strange doesn't stand a chance. No, I, I don't think any. I don't. I'm not sure any Avenger would really stand a chance. Like if she catches up with them, like it, it's fucking over. She yeah. will get what she wants yeah. out of this. It is legitimately scary. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, my nitpicks are nitpicks because I'm like, I would have, I would have liked for them to earn that a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I don't think it. I think it takes away from the movie that much. Yeah, and it it does. Now that you again bring that up, it does kind of suck that we won't get to see like the Scarlet Witch's power used for good. Yeah, 
uh, with how much promise that has, you know, like she finally became the Scarlet Witch at the end of the series, right? Yeah. yeah. And then now for that, just to be like, okay, well, she used that for Ultimate Evil, and that's it. Now. Yeah. You know that that kind of that's a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, that sucks. But that sucks. And then uh, what happens with the uh, with Silver Vision? He comes back and. He's got all the memories of Vision, and he's like, "Where's Wanda?" And like, yeah. "Oh yeah, that bitch went crazy." She's gone. She uh, found the kids that she conjured up in another universe, and they're actually real. Mm. Can you believe that? And he's like, "No, I can't. <laughs> That's insane." Cool. Who would come up with that? See you later. People who just want to bring those kids back in this yeah. TV show. Then he goes crazy, and then he's an unstoppable killing machine. <laughs> and then and that's we, Doctor Strange Part Three. And we do it all over again. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wouldn't even consider this a negative to the movie itself, but a negative to the MCU in general in the state that it's in right now. But the place in which we're left with the opportunity that we have now with the multiverse open to resurrect dead characters, I think, is a major potential negative yeah. moving forward. Yeah, so could be. You they know, don't do it right. We're talking about how much it sucks that Wanda's dead now, but if they decide, oh, alternate universe Wanda's back and she's, you know, okay. We're just going to take her from that. She doesn't have trauma. Yeah. She's fine. She's had a good life. Like, that would be a bummer. Uh, I mean, same thing with any of the characters who are dead and stayed dead, you know? Yeah. So, I don't want to see that happen. At least not for a very long time. And then be very very careful about how they do that that would be the beginning of the end for the mcu yeah if they're just gonna go let's let's just go nuts and bring everybody back yeah fuck it yeah i hope that you know kevin feige understands it like the finality of some of this is what makes it good sure he was a smart guy you know yeah. I, I have i still have faith yeah, but he's a smart guy. He'll you know, it out. at the end of the day, if it's gonna make money, they're gonna do it. Money, money, so, money, 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 money. Yeah, uh, we'll see though. But I mean, ultimately, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Amazing. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Big recommend. Big, big recommend. Especially if you're a, a Raimi head. Not trash, if you will. <laughs> Well, do we we give these ratings too, don't we? Do we? Out of six? I don't know. We haven't done a real in in, in, a, in a while. Yeah, I think we. Yeah, we do. Uh-huh. We do. Yeah. What's it gonna be, brother? What's it gonna be, brother? As it stands on its own, we give it a five and a half. Wow. Okay. I mean, I I walked out of that theater. Juice to the gills yeah. on it. I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was amazing. I maybe I'm being hyperbolic right now, and I'll watch it again and like come back down to earth. <laughs> yeah, there's some recency bias going on. We saw it just the other day. Yeah, but as it stands, I was, I I I loved it. I mean, going back to what the point you made earlier in the show, like seeing Raimi's vision within the MCU is so arresting, mm-hmm. and like. It, it it just it just it's so it pulls away from the MCU has this this for the most part they like kind of paint by numbers and you just in you just insert you know favorite character here plot point here and like maybe they'll do something interesting or weird on this thing and that or whatever whatever but yeah. at the end of the day they follow 
the same kind yeah, of trajectory. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, Doctor Strange does, too. Mm-hmm. It does follow what you can tell that, they're, you know, Feige's like, look, right here in this hour and a half, go nuts. Do whatever you want. The beginning, though, yeah. you got to establish this. Right here and right here. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. ours. Yeah. But that Play middle. Play in the middle. That chunky middle. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Yeah. And it seems like Sam Raimi took that to heart. He established, he got everything going, and then in the end, we got us to a place where, like, okay, now we're looking forward to what's next. Yeah. But in that middle section, boy, oh boy, (laughs) that was, I mean, it was a fucking thrill ride. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. The only reason I don't give it a six is because there's those little nitpicky things that, like, stop it from being, like, the perfect movie. Right. But I'm giving it a five and a half. Very nice. Uh, I mean, I echo a lot of your sentiments. I think that, again, it was such a Sam Raimi movie. I mean, the the meme I showed you about the Trojan horse being yeah. Evil Dead 4. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, the, the, the horse on the outside being Doctor Strange. Um, I mean, I think that's just perfect. Like, yeah. it, it is such a refreshing uh, entry into the MCU. Because of how much you feel the director, um, yeah. I mean, I think the the nitpicks for me don't don't bring my score down too much. I'm gonna give it a, a let me give it a five, just to anticipate that watching it a second time, I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm a little less surprised now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I don't see it being any less entertaining. Yeah. And I'm so glad it exists. <laughs> you know, like I just Absolutely. I I want more of this from the MCU. I, I want more, you know clear visions and like real identifiable stamps of style and substance in these MCU movies. I think that that will only do well for them to to continue to do instead of having just like, you know, somebody step in and and say, here's what you're going to do. Yeah. And this is what you do. Go ahead. And that's 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 the point. That's the reason you bring in a Sam Raimi or an Edgar Wright Mm. or, you know, the uh, the well. I would say that the uh, Russo brothers are probably the worst culprits of this. Mm. They seem to be. I think the Russo brothers established what executives at Marvel wanted. Sure. And they were like, oh, yeah, do that. Mm. Just keep doing that. And and we'll just make 30 of those. And then the Russo brothers were like, all right. Well, I mean, technically, that was probably started at the very beginning with Iron Man. <laughs> Right? No, I don't think so. I think uh, I think Iron Man was. Uh, I mean, I guess sort of, but like it was Iron the template, Man, really. But but Iron Man had actual stakes. Iron Man had like emotional highs. There was like Comedy. real, yeah. And there, I mean, uh, yes, yes. The template gets established almost immediately, mm-hmm. but I think that. I don't think you would get Iron Man now. They wouldn't make an Iron Man. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be that small. You'd have like five or six different characters. It would be yeah. this big international thing. You know, it would be, well, it would be like Iron Man 3. You would get Iron Man 3. True. That's the movie that you would get if they tried to establish Iron Man now. Mm-hmm. Is, is like this big, like, oh, yeah. all these characters have to be in it and all these things have to be going well, on. Well, and it, it now at this point has to be connected to a larger universe right. and et cetera, et cetera. It so. couldn't just be by itself. Right. 
And Favreau, like, has a style. Yeah. And and you see it mm-hmm. in that. And I think the Russo brothers have a style, too, but I think that they, you know. Adapt. Yes, yes. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, I agree. And then when you get, like, a direct, like, even, even though Edgar Wright wasn't involved fully with Ant-Man, for instance, you can tell that he established a thing, and then I don't know who they got to replace him. Mm-hmm. I forgot, but whoever they did was just doing a copy-paste of Edgar Wright. You can yeah, tell. yeah, yeah. And then and it's to the film's detriment. You can tell that it's kind of like, oh, they're doing an Edgar Wright impression. Mm-hmm. But still, it's it's an Edgar Wright sure, movie. Sure, sure. You can still feel his presence in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I want more of that. Yeah. I want more. Agreed. Agreed. Don't bring in directors with these... Uh, established, unique styles, and then just tell them to make an MCU movie. Let them do their thing. Yeah. And I, I hope that this is the beginning of that. I hope that this is like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna get like weirder directors, and we're gonna get like or bigger name directors. Like, what if like the Coen Brothers came in and like did like some weird, you know, uh, or great. newer or new? I mean, newer directors. They let a lot of newer directors do cool shit. With uh, wasn't Bryce Dallas Howard doing a lot of MCU stuff? Didn't she direct? Mm. She was, I mean, definitely directing a lot of TV. Yeah, right? She did, like, yeah. didn't she, was she doing Loki, not Loki, or maybe it was WandaVision. Oh, it's Boba Fett. Oh, 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 yeah, okay, right, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, never mind. But she's great. Yeah. She's a good director. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want a... David Lynch, <laughs> yeah. Doctor Strange yeah, three, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, man, that's what I want. Give it to me. Yeah, I mean, you've got millions of characters, and it's obvious that they're trying to introduce as many as possible. And so, fuck it. You want to get weird? Let's get weird. Let's get strange. Let's get strange. <laughs> and it's uh, according to Deadline, making five hundred million worldwide. So, um. Yeah, we're going to get some more Doctor Strange. 500 million. It's been out for like less than a week. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Good for Sam Raimi, too. I know. You know? It's great to see him. It's a, it's a real uh, comeback home moment. Yeah. He, from a guy who really was part of the established, uh, or the, the, the Marvel um, beginnings in, yeah. in, in the any cinematic universe. Dude, uh, it's not. It's not crazy to say that like he's pretty instrumental in yeah getting people used to the idea of a big budget uh comic book movie mm-hmm. that deals with the things that he dealt with in in those spider-man movies and it's he, like it's, yeah. he was pretty fucking instrumental in in getting us where we are big budget blockbuster uh uh superhero movie yeah just not not like a niche movie like dc movies had come out, but they were like standalone movies and they were established characters from like the 40s, 30s. And those movies worked. But like Marvel was darker and weirder mm-hmm. and like you had to, you know, and even though like the X-Men movies and they were okay, but they still they still tried to ground them as much as they could. I mean, there were fantastical things, sure, especially yeah. in the second and third one. And that first one though, I mean, that's like a a small thing Mm -hmm. like a small movie where they tried to like make it as real as possible yeah whereas they they couldn't use the 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 suits they had to get like new sleek 
like blue, dark blue suits and gray like suits. Basically jumpsuits. Yeah. Like leather jumpsuits. They just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. No faith. No faith. You need the faith. Whereas Raimi was allowed to do. Uh, I mean, he. Like seeing Spider Man for the first time on screen like that. Yeah. Looking the way that he. I mean, moving the way that he did. Tobey Maguire in the suit actually being in the suit and the mm. suit looking fucking cool as shit like yeah. uh, like he's actually wearing a skin tight spider-man suit and you're like that's a real superhero right there. And, that's a real thing and his sam raimi embraces the weird yeah unlike many other directors yeah um so yeah and you know he's he's a old school comic book guy so you know he loves he loves comic books yeah uh, i mean especially the old cheesy weird ones yeah so you know, I, I think you can just you can feel the love in, yeah. in his work. So I yeah, I'd, I'd love to see more. I mean, even just going back to horror, you know, like yeah. whatever you want to do, Sam, just go ahead. You, yeah, I mean, you got my back to to steal from the rewatchables. It's this may be a new apex mountain for him because mm. obviously Spider Man Two was his apex mountain. Yeah, because after that he could have done whatever he wanted. Well, and his his star faded very quickly with Spider Man Three. Yeah, but they allowed him to do that, and he could have done. And that movie still is like super successful. That's the other thing that people don't remember about Spider Man Three. Mm-hmm. Yes, it sucks. Yeah, but it was incredibly successful. It, it could not be after the first two. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, well, you bring in Venom, and it's the third movie in the installment, and right? Like. Just failed in every other way. Yeah. So I wouldn't call that as a Spider-Man Two is his apex mount. No, no. But now this is this could be it. We'll see if he does a Billy, which <laughs> we'll he's see. probably gonna. We'll see. We will surely see and see what he does after this. Yeah. You know. All right. Well, if you want more movie-focused podcasts. We do the one reel in, and we will do more. We're just going to do more regardless of how you guys feel yeah, about sure, it. But yeah. if you want more, we'll do a lot more. Yeah. Well, it'll help if you guys send us messages, comments, et cetera, et cetera, for movies. Suggestions. You, yeah. Yes, movies you want to see on yeah. the one reel in One reel podcast. in. Yes. All right. Let's do this trailer trash. Trailer trash. And then let's get out of here. Okay. So, one of the most anticipated movies, probably in the history of cinema, honestly, is the sequel to one of the most successful movies ever made, <laughs> which is the first Avatar movie. Honestly, I don't even I don't know where the rankings hold right now because uh, I know Spider Man is working its way up. I thought Endgame was ahead now, but th- but Avatar may still be, when you adjust for inflation, the most successful. Yeah. Well. It's still showing Avatar as the yeah. highest grossing. Two, $2.8 for Avatar. Yeah. Endgame is at 2.79, so it's like nipping at the heels, but mm-hmm. it ain't. Then you get Titanic. Then the Force Awakens, and then I don't know, the rest of those. But yeah, so uh, that helped because they they put it back in theaters and and they counted that yeah. towards its gross, which 
I don't I don't believe in that practice. I think that that's cheap. Yeah, it. I mean, it's very clearly just a run to make more money, which obviously makes sense. You know, they're going to want to make more just, money. But. That has that should be another run. That should yeah. be Avatar second run, Avatar mm. third run. That shouldn't count towards its gross because the movie came and went right. after two thousand nine. That's it. You don't yeah. get to re-release it and then count that towards its gross. That's not. I think that's bullshit. Yeah. Because yeah. then, okay, you put out an album and then you put out the deluxe version. Does like the album sa- the deluxe version album sales count towards the overall sales of the album, or do you have deluxe sales and then standard edition sales? I think that the deluxe version counts towards, and that's why they do deluxe versions in the first place. Yeah. I think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit because you put the thing out. And people responded to the thing. You don't get to come back now after you've seen everybody's reaction and go, okay, we fixed all the shit you didn't like. <laughs> now here's – or even just going, oh, you you like that thing? How about we do it again yeah, and yeah. add more shit to here's it? Here's some more. That's bullshit. It's the collector's edition. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't think it should count towards its gross. But I'm not the one that makes these kinds of decisions. You're not. So You're it's not. at almost $3 billion, Avatar. So it would be – not an exaggeration to say that the sequel to the most successful movie ever made is one of the most uh, anticipated movies of all time. And we finally get a trailer 12 years after the first movie came out. 2009, Avatar so, came out. 13 years, right? Thousand, right, right, 12, yeah, 13 years. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about it. Okay. What'd you think? Way of Water, right? The Way of Water. Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Way of Water. Featuring Jake Sully. Um, What did I think? What did I think of the Avatar 2, The Way of Water trailer? That is what I asked you. Not much. (laughs) I didn't think much. I didn't think much of it. Uh, I hate to be a wet blanket here, but... My interest has come and gone with, <laughs> with the Avatar franchise, my friends. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it looks beautiful. I think the CG is, yeah, I mean, it's going to be jaw-dropping. Some of the shots look photorealistic, and I know we keep saying that every single time there's an advancement of CG. But yeah, truly, it looks photorealistic, and I know that, you know, <clears throat> from, like, Corridor Crew and such, uh, animating water can be very hard. Yeah. And obviously title alone you know they're setting up to make a lot of really hard shots with yeah. water um so it, it's cool that they're you know it seems like james cameron is again trying to push the envelope and you know break these barriers that we've been having with, as far as technology um within film so that's cool but as far as the movie itself that trailer didn't do much for me. Yeah. Other than like, wow, yeah, that looks nice. We don't really get much as far as story. We, I mean, I, I for one, haven't thought of Avatar in like at least five years. Yeah. So like, I, I don't really have this connection to the characters. I, I don't care. I, I just frankly don't care anymore. So uh, this trailer, frankly, did not do anything to did not. did not do anything to get me back into Avatar. I mean, I'd go so far as to say that there's not very many people who are 
that attached to the characters. Yeah. Like, I saw I saw a movie-related tweet where they were like, yeah, this is one of the most successful movies of all time, but I implore you, I dare you to name any of the main characters in the movie. Mm. And Jake Sully is obviously, like, it was said a million times. Sure, sure. It's, it's so a meme. You, it's a meme at this point. Yeah. But, other, but then, you know, he started naming, like, other movies where people, that people just don't learn names like that. Yeah. You you remember like unless it's an iconic character. Yeah. John Connor. And yeah. And no Sarah Connor. No iconic characters came out of this. A race, an iconic race happened. Sure. Yeah. The Navi thing was like that is iconic. That's yeah. for sure. It's it's established in pop culture. There's memes, there's there's you know, every, I mean once there's porn, you know you've made it. Of course, so, of course yeah. What? Don't look at me like that. <laughs> that's a real thing. Once people are jerking off to something, that's like that's when you know. See, you thought that this show wasn't going to go off the deep end, but I, uh, I will steer this ship into the rocks if you let me. That's the way of water. <laughs> but but um. So that was established, but no like character has come out of 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 the thing, right? Like yeah, it wasn't no. like so. There's nothing like the the it, Avatar itself is iconic. It is a thing. Mm-hmm. It it but it's a moment in time. Are you like shooting dice over there? <laughs> you can do that somewhere else. <laughs> Just take them in there with you. God, she starts chewing on the chalk on Ch- mic, choking. She's coughing in the corner. <laughs> yeah, we're Get leaving this in now. You should be embarrassed. I am. <laughs> I am. All right. Uh, uh, what was my, what was my point? No, nobody cares about the characters. Nobody cares Africa. about the yeah. characters. They care about the, the porn. It was. They care about the porn. Yes, it was a moment in time. Yeah, and that's why I think that. It was the 3D too, like it, yeah. it, was, it was a major oh, leap God. forward in 3D, the and, 3D, and caused every major blockbuster to be uh, 3D optional. Dude, there movie. was that moment where all these, all I mean, the only movie that actually used it right and it worked was Fury Road. It was fun Ooh. that he tried to do it, yeah, and it it it's it works because all of it is goofy. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't know it's 3D, that movie is still. I mean, it's incredible. Oh, it's one yeah, of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah. yeah. So that's the only thing. That's the only time, in in my opinion, it worked. Even when you watch Avatar, like the 3D is 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 part of the visual spectacle of the thing. Yeah. But it's not like 3D stupid. So I mean, <laughs> it's oh, it's never been. It's never. I've never seen a movie where I was like, I'm glad that was in 3D. They're still doing it. Multiverse of Madness has a 3D version. Oh, you yeah, you can tell. You can yeah. tell. There's some moments where it's like, was that supposed to? I'm, I'm glad that you said that uh-huh. because as I was watching, I didn't know that until you just said that. Mm-hmm. But as I was watching it, I was like, is, is this supposed to be in 3D? Because there were some moments that they do the whole, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and you're like, why did they reach out to me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, I'm, I'm glad you said that. That yeah. confirms what I thought. And so the moment, like you said, has passed. Mm-hmm. We're past that movie. 
Yeah. For the movie to come out, for this new one to come out a decade and a half later, James Cameron must really, really believe in this vision. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not only this one, though. Like, there is a, like, there is a train of moving on this franchise. Yeah. So, part three already has, like, a release date. And they, I think they're already started shooting for part four or something. You know, like, it's continuing. Yeah. There's a clear vision. And, it, and you know, unless this thing crashes and burns and nobody sees it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Yeah. You know? I think... It, it's 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 going to be interesting to see if it can reach the heights of the first one because every time that you think, all right, we have streaming services, we have uh, illegal downloads, we have uh, all of this stuff, why would why would why would a movie ever reach a billion dollars again? And then, you know. These movies go ahead and do it. Well, so yeah, I mean, this this headline from Quartz says Avatar Two will need to break sequel records to justify its budget. So like they're already anticipating that, given the popularity of the first one, this is a, a shoe in success. I think so. Which very well may be. Yeah. I, uh, another headline for you. Uh, Hollywood Reporter says Avatar: The Way of Water season or excuse me. Tr- Come on, you can do this. I believe in you. Avatar, The Way of Water teaser trailer nabs huge 148.6 million views on first day. So there's obviously some interest here. Or at least curiosity. (laughs) At least curiosity. Yeah. Because I don't think that reflects necessarily people who are, like, excited for the movie. No. It's people who are curious because after uh, over a decade of waiting... We're not even waiting, just hearing this thing consistently yeah. being talked about and this grand vision. Yeah. Finally, there's some proof that it's happening yeah. <laughs> other than onset photos and, you know, behind the scenes videos of them in like, you know, uh, well, the mo- mocap. Yeah. Mocap stuff. suits yeah. in, in a, a giant pool. Yeah. You know, I, I don't I don't know anyone who would even say Avatar is their favorite movie or even in their top five. No, no, no. Again, it was like a uh, it was like an amusement park attraction yeah yeah it was a it was a thing it was a thing that you did it was one of the it was one of those movies it was a moment it was you went to the theater to see the thing that everyone else that everyone's talking about right i still for the life of me cannot wrap my head around why avatar is is as successful as it is still to this day i cannot i do not believe it's (laughs) that good of a movie the only, I mean, I know that we've talked about the fact that like IMAX and 3D boosted the sales, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and overseas, yeah, you know the, the visual spectacles do gangbusters overseas. But I just, I can't, I don't get it, I don't get it, and I never will. Well, it's a, it's not that good. It's a simple story told with brand new technology, and I think that's a perfect, a perfect storm for mass market appeal. You know, yeah, because even if you don't speak English, you get the story that they're trying to tell, and it doesn't really matter that much at the end of the day anyway. Because yeah. you're you're sitting there to watch the blue aliens, do, you know, fly around and stuff. Yeah, you, you know? know how you know how I know what you're saying is is true. Hmm. The movie stars Sigourney Weaver, <laughs> right? Fucking Zoe Saldana, uh-huh. who I am still in love with. Sure. And uh, uh, Sam, Sam Worthington. Worthington. And Stephen Lang. He did, I will say, Sam Worthington, 
at that time was having a moment where people mm. were going, oh, he's the next guy. Yeah. Because he was in the Terminator movie, then he had like right. Clash of Titans, and he had this, and it's like, holy shit, Sam Worthington is going to be like the fucking guy. And guess what? He fucking wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't. He's been working on this the entire time. I guess so. They've had him locked in a fucking <laughs> pool the whole time. Like, yeah. he's so pruney because yeah. he's just swim in that pool. James Cameron is just cracking the whip <laughs> on him. He's like, I just want to do a biopic or something. Swim! <laughs> <laughs> so, you're right. But it still, to me, does not justify this movie being the most successful of all time. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. Because, like, if you, like, Endgame makes sense. It has this fully established, like, decades long thing. Yeah. And then it's the culmination of all this stuff. It has these, like, everybody who's in that movie is a triple A plus movie star. Endgame being the most successful movie of all time is. Like, it, it's a no-brainer, of course. If you right. told a newborn baby that, they would be like, totally. Yeah, right. But Avatar, especially now, think about it now. How was it the – how did it make $3 billion? How? Well, It's crazy. Yeah. It's I, crazy. I, I think part of it, other than what I just said, is also just a lightning strike moment, you know? Like, it, it, right place and right time. Yeah. The world was ready for something, some entertainment that – you know, you had to go to the movie theater to see. Yeah. And that was it. I didn't even see it in theaters. Fool. See? See? That's everyone's reaction. Everyone reacted that way. I, I remember I told that. This explains so much. <laughs> One of my friends, they were like, you got to see it in theaters. And I was like, nah. I, I don't know. And then I didn't. And then I saw it at home. And I told them how, how I felt about it. And they're like, well, you didn't see it in theaters. And I was like, I should be able to watch a movie on, my, on a fucking Game Boy. Mm-hmm. And, and appreciate what it i don't tell me about cinematography and like visual effects and everything i I get that i get all of that but if i need to see a movie in imax (laughs) for it to be good right then i got news for you let me let me break through the 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 noise that you're making right now okay (laughs) let me let me do that for you okay i think what they were trying to tell you is that it's maybe not a good movie (laughs) however (laughs) however you should see it in a theater yeah. because even though it's a bad movie, or at least a very highly mediocre one, it's worth the visual spectacle of going to the theater and seeing it in 3D. Yeah. And that's all it, that's all it provides. Once you get past that, there's not much there to enjoy, Yeah, you see. So you missed your opportunity to get anything you could out of that movie. Yeah. I'll tell you this, man. When I... When that movie came out and I didn't go to see it in theaters, I was ostracized <laughs> by my friend group at the time. What are you supposed to talk about? Yeah, they were all were just like, you haven't seen it in theaters? I'm like, I don't want to. There's nothing about it. Like, even when I when, when the movie came out and the trailers, I was like, it doesn't look that good. Yeah. It just it, it looks boring. Yeah. The fucking... They had me with, like, the Colonial Marines, you know? I, I, I'll, I'll tune in for anything James Cameron does with some mech suits. Yeah, but, you know, I, I, I'll say this. For me personally, I didn't appreciate James Cameron at the time. I mm. liked the Alien movies. I didn't really – I hadn't, like, gone back and, like, really watched them. I mm. didn't have the the love that I have for James Cameron now. I definitely didn't have back then. Like Terminator. Jim. Yeah, you know, Jimmy Cameron. Yeah. Jimmy Cam. You Whoa, know. not Jimmy. Jim. Sorry. sorry. Jim sorry. Cameron. You know him better than I do. Yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Terminator Two was was obviously, oh. it was still one of my yeah. favorite movies at the time. But like, 
that was it. Like I didn't, ha- I didn't appreciate him as a filmmaker at the time. Yeah. So maybe if I had more context for what he was doing and what he was trying to accomplish, mm. and by all accounts did accomplish with yeah. this movie, uh, maybe I would have like run to the theater to to see the visual spectacle. Sure. That being said, I did see the movie, and it's not good. <laughs> Like it's 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 not Terminator. I watched yeah, no, I watched no. Terminator like two weeks ago and was still like this movie fucks. Yeah, every fucking frame of this uh-huh. movie fucks. Alien. I went. We talked about this. Yeah, we yeah, went yeah. back and I I went back and I watched all of them, and Alien One and Two, Alien and Aliens, mm. <clears throat> fucking fuck. Oh yeah, they're awesome movies. They hold up. I mean, to this day, you've got Ridley Scott. And then you have James Cameron. Yeah. Like, you, how do you go wrong? Early, early James Cameron. But that's what I'm saying. Dude, I went and I, I, I told you I watched The Abyss. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. that movie is yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. Yep. So there's no amount of, like, visual wizardry that's going to take away from the fact that, like, to me, it's just not that good of a movie. Yeah. I mean, it. I, I think it's competently made, but it's just not very good. It's yeah. not compelling. No. Yeah. And that but, brings us to the trailer, which right. you already established. Trash. Mm-hmm. Trash trailer for me. And if it wasn't made obvious <laughs> by everything I just said, also trash yeah. for me. Didn't win you for over. For the same reasons, though, but because that's that's the thing. I think I, I, it has more of an uphill battle with me because, like, I need to want to see this. I need sure. to. I, I'm not interested in this. Right. And so a trailer would need to be so good or at least establish some kind of plot point that gets me hooked. For me to give a shit. Because yeah. as it stands, the visuals of it, I appreciate. I mean, like you said, you know, people who are in the know understand how hard it is to do what they're doing in this movie. And I can appreciate that. Mm. But I can also appreciate, uh, you know, I can appreciate a man holding his breath underwater for 10 minutes. Do I want to sit there and watch it? No. <laughs> Like yeah. that's a visual spectacle, seeing a guy do that, and you understand that it takes a, a, a certain. <laughs> is, is it? I think <clears throat> it is. It's a spectacle. I don't know if it's a visual spectacle. <laughs> it's just, it's just, right. Okay. Yeah. No. It's thrilling. Not like, I, I guess. Like, wow. But yeah. But what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is that I can appreciate what it took to get here. Sure. That doesn't mean that I'm interested in sitting through three hours of it mm-hmm. just because you tell me like I need to. Like, look what he did. It's like, all right, but, you know, yeah, eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can appreciate the effort without appreciating the art Yeah. at the end of the day. Like, it's just got to be, I'm just not, I, I can already see what they're, I can see with the kid. And what is he, like half Navi? I don't, I don't. He's I like, don't know. Not, he's not like, <laughs> he's not like 11 feet tall, yeah. but he's like six five, yeah. six six, so he could like play ball if he wanted right. to. Uh, and uh. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I uh, I think what I just don't care. Well, that's what I, I was, don't care. That, I, uh. That's what I was gonna get to is like, in order to get me to watch this movie, I'm gonna need like incredible critical acclaim, like none other. Yeah. Or at very least, at very least, them saying this is the next level of 3D. Yeah. You need to go. This is just like. What happened with the first one? You need to go and see this in a theater 
because again the story is just okay but the visuals are worth the price of admission alone that kind of review that kind of um uh, uh, uh feedback from the movie that will get me to see it yeah anything under that and i'm not gonna do it yeah because i don't care yeah but any hooser uh-huh <clears throat> well kids we'd love to hear your opinion on the i mean because i know i've talked to people who are like you're dead wrong it deserves to be the highest grossing movie it's one of the best movies ever made and then we don't talk about it ever again because somebody actually gives a shit <laughs> so if you guys if i'm wrong tell me i yeah. won't listen but tell me <laughs> no okay. honestly if you are a person that actually thinks that Avatar is uh, a top five movie of all time and that it's gross reflects how good the movie is, mm. I would love to hear why. Oh, sure. Your yeah. opinion on that. I would love to hear somebody articulate why I should give a shit. I, yeah. I, I would. I, I mean, we essentially only get opposing opinions on the show, so... <laughs> it would fall in line, yeah, and we we love it. So yeah, give us give us a full opinion and and why you feel the way you do. Yeah. All right. I think I I shit it on Avatar enough. <laughs> I think that the only way to rise above rise. that rise is to do what we do week in and week out, and that's big up some cool shit that's going on. So, Adam, without further ado, please tell me <coughs> your cheers of the week, my friend. I'm stealing it before you can. Sam Raimi. Ah, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to do a dual, dual cheers. That's fine by me. Yeah. I, I was going to suggest before <laughs> I, I got a little mean streak in me Yeah, that we just uh, share Sam. But, uh, okay. There's yeah, enough Sam to go there's around. Some, there's, there's more than enough. You but, had to know it was coming, of guys. Of course. Of course. Yeah, I mean, the guy uh, started off as a very DIY filmmaker. And, um, you know, one one of the early guys that when I first really got into film, like, was really one of the first, like, DIY guys, low to no budget filmmakers that I really paid close attention to, him and, like, Robert Rodriguez. Um, and I really, really grew a... a appreciation for his style uh what he could do with so little <laughs> and um really an appreciation for slapstick and horror and those two things together yeah um that i initially didn't really get and over time i've i've really grown in appreciation for yeah and that has everything to do with uh mr rainy mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and on top of that yeah i mean his his place in uh, superhero movie history, really establishing what you can do with something that a medium that people look down their nose at, and you know don't really anymore. But I think he has a large part to uh, to play in, in in getting that respect for um, superheroes and and that entire genre and kind of elevating it into something that can still be fun and goofy, but also have a, you know, serious heart and something to say. Yeah. So at the end of the day, they're comic book movies. They are goofy. They're inherently goofy. Right. The whole thing is goofy. Yeah. And a lot of these filmmakers 
are so busy trying to establish like no it needs to be taken seriously and it's like yeah but you can do both sure Raimi proves every time he does one of these movies that you can do both it can mm. be silly and and goofy and it can also be taken seriously there's not a right. moment in spider-man one and two that you're taken out of the film by the silliness of it in fact <clears throat> this spider-man 2 especially um is more of a <clears throat> more of a singular Raimi vision than the first one mm. with with the doc ock elements like the well there's the <laughs> there's the fucking murder scene where he where the arms take over oh, and, yeah. and kill all the Incredible. doctors dude still yeah. iconic yeah um there's the there's the scene where where spidey gets his powers back where he meets up with mary jane at the at the coffee shop and that's really cool like all of that is like singular raimi stuff mm -hmm. so he proves that like you don't have to it doesn't have to be so goddamn serious all the mm. time Camp. while at the same time it can you, you can be taken seriously yeah yeah inject some camp you have more yeah. fun just just have some fun with it yeah you know this yeah. doesn't have to be brooding all the time sure it's fucking dark and brooding be a little you know? silly be it's like silly. uh you know it, it it's like if if joel schumacher was all due respect to the dead a better filmmaker <laughs> <laughs> Yes. No, I think and less obsessed with bat nipples. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, yeah. I think Batman Forever is is. There are some moments where I'm like, I get what he's going for here. Oh this yeah, is fun. Yeah. This is this is cool. Like, it's, I know what it's he's doing. Such schlock. Yeah. <laughs> and if you know, if if it didn't just go to the overboard, like you know, Batman and Robin is just like this. It's like a vomit of of all those elements. But yeah. if he had like reined it in a little bit, I could see a silly adam west-esque batman yeah. working yeah yeah and uh raimi does these silly fun things in these movies and and they work M multiverse of madness works on yeah a multitude of levels yeah and for large part because sam raimi has a very singular vision and executes it very well and uh there you go agreed all right, <clears throat> before we get out of here, we got to review these brewskis. So, Obi, please tell the people what you thought of the Pink Lemonade Sour IPA. You're going to regret that <sighs> from Tactical Brewing Company. I didn't regret it. <laughs> um, it was it was good. A little too sour for me. Mm. A little too sour for my palate. Um, it it does definitely achieve what it's going for it does taste like a, a pink lemonade which is very tasty very refreshing um i just wish it had a little bit more of the ipa that is underlying there uh -huh. um for me that's that's lacking a bit uh as an ipa fan myself i feel like it could have used a little bit more bitterness maybe mm. to kind of balance out that tart sourness mm. um but that's just personal preference that mm. being said I'm going to give it a four and a half. Four and a half, four yeah. and a half, four and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, man, I'm also going to give this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a five. Okay. Not, be, not because I will drink this again, because I won't ever <laughs> in my entire life ever drink this again. But that's because I, it's not for me. Right. I will say. It does exactly what we said these 
the, uh, 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 what scores high on this show is a brewery uh, going for something and hitting the marks of the thing that they're going for. You don't get to turn around and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, we that, that's what we meant. We, we, uh, no. This is uh, the, the pink lemonade, I think, works. Mm-hmm. Um, the strawberry comes through. The lemon basil works. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do agree that if it was a little less tart and just a little more hoppy, bittery, more um, more uh, of the, the hallmarks of, of just a regular IPA yeah. would definitely have made it more palatable and more enjoyable. But it's a sour IPA. Sure. It is what it's advertised yeah. to be. Can't fault it for that. So I got to give it a five. I respect it. So there you go. If you like sour, check that baby out. All right. You think we got it? I know we got it. Well, then let's get out of here. This has been the One Beer In Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Chuatel, Aisha Four. It's fun to say. It's nice. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious. Finish delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We love you. Ah. Booty butt, booty butt.